0: Uh, I wanted um, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from others. And growing up in Goodna, I had my challenges, but I didn't have it as rough as some of the other kids I grew up with. You had your mates that pl- want to play NRL, you know, um, other mates want to be bikies and whatever. And then uh, most of my mates were like, oh, will um, these pick and pack have a good pay? It's like, oh come cool, bro, like you know, you're better than that. Like, am
1: I like? Yeah, let me tell you about home. It's more than a place I'm from, more than a place where you think I belong, more than a hood that I've in my songs. I come from good
0: Gutner.
2: Welcome to Behind the Bars by Red Bull, where we get to dissect the lyrics of some of the rappers that have come through and dropped 64 bars as part of the Red Bull series, which I've been fortunate enough to exactly produce and direct. My name's Souza D'Souza, a.k.a. Kid Mac, and we're going to hear some stories and creative processes of the rappers. This episode is with Lissy, representing Goodna in Queensland. He's a young up-and-coming artist that's blown up in the last six months. Using his social media platform to get his music out, his kid's had millions of streams in the last six months. Let's chat to him about his creative process. Kicking it with Lissy, all the way from Goodna, Queensland. Welcome, bro. We're gonna to get to know you a little bit. For those who have no idea, give us a bit of a context as to where you were born, where you moved to, where you ended up. Oh, uh, so yeah, no, nah, a lot of people don't know, but um,
0: I was born in New Zealand. And three years old, I moved to Sydney. I was living in uh, Belfield, near Belmore, around that area. And then, um, and then uh, I moved to Goodna. You've
2: been there for like six years now.
0: Yeah, six years. So I like to, I like to represent it because I feel like. That's where I've grown from a teenager to a man. Do you, you feel like
2: you. when you're a teenager, sometimes that's where you kind of most influence and that's where you feel like yeah. you connect with most? Yeah, exactly. And so you grew up with uh, Samoan parents, right? Yeah. So f- growing up, obviously, all the Samoans I know they're just <clears throat> oozing talent from you know music to yeah. to football. Was football something that you were into as well?
0: Yeah, yeah. I like to play footy. Uh, I wasn't as blessed as some others, but you know it was still fun to play.
2: Did you come from a musical family at all?
0: Nah, surprisingly nah. If, if anything, my, my family's real sporty. Um, my sisters play footy. Uh, Mum and Dad are like coaching managers and stuff like that. And then my brothers, yeah, he's into his footy as well. Like, we've just been a rugby league s- sort of team, but I guess, I think I just got it from when I was young. Um, just listening to music and just being fascinated by it. I think I started to take it on myself. And then what started as a hobby, just started to become not even a passion, but I was just like, I can do it now. Like, I'm gonna work on it and get
2: better at it when I have the time for it. So it seems like there's a lot of storytelling in your yeah in your raps, and uh, I feel like you know there's a bit of like Biggie influence in there from like young yeah. ages. Maybe is that is it, would you say that's one of yeah.
0: your yeah? That's that's pretty much why I started rapping. Um, because when I heard Biggie, it was just well, like a head bop. You know, and then that's what, like, you click onto and then you start to learn his lyrics and then you start to read his lyrics and then you think, well... Then you start to listen to other rappers and then you read Tupac's lyrics and then you think, oh, shit, well, I relate to that. And then you just get, you know, oh, well, I want to
2: be like that, but I want to have Biggest Flow. What are some of the other influences, sort of more the new era rappers?
0: Oh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I think people just... Well, the rap game now, it's, it's real cocky. It's like... Um, Look at me, I'm doing good. Rather than rappers coming flock th- like out saying, "Look at us and how we're supposed to be, or how we are really." Like not. Like what I mean is like you know you get rappers that come on, like yeah I get girls or uh, I have cars, cars and you know pull up in you know, a whatever, yeah, pull up pull up and then you have like not everyone's gonna like listen and be like oh well, I pull up, pull up in a bus. <laughs> or I'm um, waiting for the train. Like, yeah. you know, like just you gotta come up with everyday stuff that people are gonna listen and be like, I can play this every day. If I'm gonna go work, oh yeah, this is gonna push me to want to go work. Like if I wanna have a cry and yeah, I'll just lock myself in the
2: room and play some lissy. No, that's not gonna happen. But <laughs> but know, anyway, you know what I mean? Like, for sure. This is kind of fresh, you know. We you you dropped your track. Um, you know, say less was what like like Six months ago? I think so, yeah, around that. And the numbers that you're doing, you know, on Spotify, you're looking at over three million, you know, plays on that alone. You know, you got a massive follow on Instagram. So for those that don't know the the story of your rapid come-up, let's talk through how you came about recording Say Less and uploading it and how it all came about.
0: I started off on Instagram, just videos. They're like if you go on my Instagram, for those that follow me, Um, You'll see that it's just videos, like, of me rapping in my bedroom. Put the phone against the window, press play, and then I'm rapping. And then everyone was just like, get in the studio, bro, you need to make a track, blah, blah, blah. So July comes, so this is from November 2018, and then July comes, and I'm like, ah, well, I'll go to the studio, hopped in, first time ever. I did one take, and then we just left, and then we are just like, ah and the beat came for free everything was just done I had to uh, pay for studio time though and then like it was a muck around like for to me it was like uh, it's not going to do good like it's not going to do well so I just held on to it and in October um, I got hit up by someone that said you want to do a video for that song I was like oh yeah sweet and were, I did it for free like it was for free like even the, the budget for that song was just studio time that was about it and then so yeah and then this, made the song, October we dropped the song and then I, I saw it was like maybe 1,000 views, 2,000 views, 5,000 views and I was like, yeah, sweet, the area loves it, like, oh yeah, they're gonna know it and good man stuff and then I see it all over my Instagram and people just follow me and i was just like, bro, like, I'm getting UK and, and US and and like, Canada or whatever, I don't know, Some all these countries just follow me. and I'm like, bro, go check your Twitter account, check your Twitter, I was like, I don't even have Twitter, but I, I can't check <laughs> on what Twitter account. But then uh, people were sending me screenshots that some, like those meme pages, or not a meme page, I but. All like,
2: the YouTubers, right? That, yeah, that kind of review tracks yeah, yeah. and reactions to tracks.
0: Things. So they were all sharing it and saying, like, this is Aussie rap. And I was massive. I was like, oh, damn, like, shucks. Yeah. And then I guess that just caught everyone's attention. And it's been working ever since.
2: Yeah. I mean, the power of social media and the internet, right? Yeah. You like, to be, yeah. you know, how old are you now?
0: 19.
2: So 19, you're part of that social media wave where yeah. every kid's just got their phone stuck to their face. So yeah. it looks like at least you're using it, you know, for the greater good. And then you followed up with um, The Come Up and then Got This. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's my, my other two songs. So I did that hard track that um, I didn't want, because I came across as a driller oh, he's the best in Aussie drill. Like, oh, I was like, no, that's not even me. So I did the come up, which is a more R&B sort of feel beat. And it was a rap beat just to show my rap skill. And then Got This was uh, just a motivational song, I guess. It was more to just say that this is what I want to do, like with my raps, just push a message.
2: You've come up real quick, or at least it seems from the outside looking in. Do you think that comes down to you know, you're not putting on an act, you're just telling how it is, how you grew up and people are just relating to that? Yeah, but
0: you got to also remember that it causes a lot of controversy as well. So people can relate to it, but then there's some people that disagree with it, like, you know, my music's real, it's what, I, it's, it's what I've been through and what a certain person can relate to, but not everyone's going to like it, you know what I mean? Like, so Say Less, I come out and I'm talking about, since when do we ever need shanks or need to run with a gun? But if you got a, you know, some big time gangster hear that song and he's like, well, you don't know, like, you know, like, you haven't lived
2: the life that we live. That's why we need, so you know what I mean, like. That's a good point right there, like, you know. Everyone's interested. Correct. Yeah. And so with, yeah. you know, US rap, for example, obviously gun violence is a whole nother level over there. Yeah. Here, you know, it's probably more relatable because you're talking less about guns and more about knuckling, right? yeah. which is more street relatable. It's Do you cop like, a lot of shit because it's it's polarising, you know? Yeah, like, of course. But, you know, I love it. But what I do love, what I connected the most with your music was the subtle positivity that you're pushing. Mm. And it's not in your face, kumbaya, let's all held hands and, yeah. you know, get along. It's really drilled in there in a way that you're trying to make the next generation come up and, and see the positivity and, and feel a sense of purpose. Was that, would that be correct?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Why do you, where's that come from?
0: Uh, oh, I once heard. Um, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from others. And I think growing up in Goodna, I had my challenges, but I didn't have it as rough as some of the other kids I grew up with. My mates were we were back in high school, we were nine, 14 years old. And then we were talking about, oh, yo, what do you want to do after school? You had your mates that pl- want to play NRL, you know, um, other mates want to be bikies and whatever. And then uh, most of my mates were like, oh, um, woolies pick and pack, have a good pay. It's like, oh come on, bro, like you know, you're better than that. Like, am I like so I guess that sort of um made me feel like purpose.
2: It's only been a couple of months in. You're you've played like what, two shows? Yeah, to, you know, in front of big crowds. How how do you like once you're in the creative process you've recorded and you get out there to, to be able to perform it?
0: Yeah. Well, it's different performing. In the booth, you can control like your takes and stuff like that. But performing, if you're out of breath, then you're out of breath. Like, yeah, it's going to look bad. But nah, it's good, man. I like I like the the energy, um, the adrenaline. It's just it's, yeah, it's different type of buzz.
2: So let's break down your bars, and uh, I've highlighted a couple. When you were briefed to work on the sixty-four bars, uh, who did you approach? Who was who did the beat? And talk me through your creative process writing this.
0: Oh, so one of the boys in New Zealand. uh, he just sent me some beats. So uh, on my Instagram, people just send me beats. They're just like, oh, use these if you want. And so I, I was like, so his name is Bola Bola Fakoshi. He's from um, New Zealand. I'm not sure where, but but yeah, he's, he gave me that ages ago. But and so this is the type of beat that you know I can use to showcase like the topic and like
2: rap skills. Sure did that. So let's break a couple of those lines down. You know, straight out the gates, you're already telling a story of where you're from.
1: I come from Goodna, a little town unknown, sitting on the front line of switch And if you do your research, Goodna's a town the first to before the 3 district, but don't get it twisted.
0: I think it's just more within the the street scene. If you're in Brisbane, you know. Um it was area, area codes and stuff and all of like that. And so you got 41, 43, 45s. Well, 43 was stemmed in Goodna, and like everyone represents 43, but it's, it's a it's a massive area. It's like Goodna, Bank, Riverview. Um, it goes all the way out to Ipswich to Womba so it's it's, yeah, it's, right. ma- yeah, it's a it's a district. It's like a it's a district, but Goodna was where ages ago people from Goodna were the ones that were like 43, 43, and then yeah, since then it's just had a dominant effect on every other um, suburb.
2: What's the vibe like in there? Ah. <clears throat> oh. It's
0: good, nice. No, it's, it's 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 quiet and it's, it's just real um, multicultural. Um, can be a bit sketchy sometimes, but not nothing to like. It's no Compton, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's real it's just different. I don't know.
2: So you grew up like near near Belmore in Sydney would have been a lot of you know definitely multicultural. Yeah, multi, a lot yeah multicultural. Of Arabic backgrounds, Asians, yeah. Indians. Yeah, but up there it's predominantly Pacific yeah. Islanders and, yeah and Africans. Africans
1: but don't get it twisted it's not a place where drilling is normal, where people be urchin. we hold it down because we come from a place where people feel like they don't have purpose oh
0: so that comes with the the 43 districts eh? because you know one four came up with the district my district there's too much drillers like who wants it and I was just I saying like no nah, that's not us like 43 district is just our area but it's not where we um have drillers and stuff like that but it is a place where there's adversity, you know. And this
2: is what I like when you switch it up.
1: I'm trying to change that, reframe that mindset that we won't excel. Society will always hate and never spread shit just like Microsoft Excel, but still we prevail.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's that's more talking like moving forward. Like from now on, I'm trying to give a positive image, I guess, for the kids of Goodna and
1: everywhere. As a young brown man coming up in the world is tough They recognize me, they put me in a factory And expect me to think that's enough Or tell them get stuffed I'll be on the rise till I say it's enough
2: Love those lines, man.
0: Yeah, like I said, it just goes back to the the story of my mates. Like, oh, uh, Woolies pick and pack has a good pay. Like, nah. They only see that, cause like, you know, most of when we were young and our older generations were working in the factory, getting good money and stuff, but we're better than that, like, it's a new day and age, so, you know, got to aim higher than just, well, or for, for everything around us too, like social media. Um, just got to use our, our platforms properly and, and um, yeah, like rugby league programs in schools. There's all different types of ways to um, do better than just 25 an hour. Do you think
2: people are starting to sort of look up to you <laughs> as a bit of a mentor too now with I hope success so,
0: I hope so. I'm not the perfect one though, but you know. No, I just, I just, I'm just trying. I don't see myself as like a mentor. I see myself as just a voice. But from what I've been taught, just put in my music and then put it out there, and hopefully it reaches out to someone else. Yeah.
2: Did you have any mentors growing up, or do you have a mentor that you look up to at the moment?
0: Oh, no, um, yeah. My, my parents. They they raised me well. You know, footy coaches. You learn a lot from them. About like you know pushing hard and stuff like that. When you get hit, get up, you know, stuff like that. It's little way you take away from it. And and church leaders, so I went to church a bit. And, yeah, it was just good to have positive energy around as a young kid because I think I
2: took that in more than I did the negative. And there's a couple of homies you give shout-outs to. Can we uh, talk through who they are and uh, what they mean to you?
1: They can talk about running the ball, but who's actually out there running? I give props to our boys, Thomas, Mikaele, and Philip Sami. And if they want to throw it down with us, who out there wants the beef with the souls They don't know about them for three hairs like Ezra James and Bolo Okuso.
0: Thomas Mika- Mikaele and Philip Sami, so they're footy players. Mm-hmm. Thomas plays for Tigers. Yeah. And Phillip's on the wing for Titans. And Bolo Okuso, he's <clears throat> he's just qualifying. He just made the Olympics for boxing. And Ezra James is a—he's um, a lightweight fighter too in, in Queensland. So, yeah, I just show, just you know, giving them shouts to show the kids that
2: like they can go search them up, and then they'll be like, oh, they're from our area and they're doing good, you know. Like, it's funny because you know you, when you first meet you, you're you're a humble, shy kind of guy, and then like when you watch your videos, you perform with such conviction as you do in the booth and yeah. on stage. So, what's What's next for you? What? How, how far do you want to take this thing? Oh, bro, like, like I said,
0: um, I don't want to be a wave. Like, I want, I'm looking at J. Cole's status, and like J. Cole's status is he can drop a song in the next five minutes and people will be on that, like, boom, you know? No matter, uh, he'll drop a song in the next two years and people are still watching and still loving his music, you know? Um, that's what I'm aiming for for the audience more than for me. Just happy to leave a, um, a mark on the Aussie rap game, especially now that it's
2: coming up real fast. And then shows wise, there would be a whole fan base there just hungry to see you yeah. live, which you haven't given yeah. them that yet. Yeah, Is nah. that coming?
0: We'll keep them starving. <laughs> we'll keep them starving, because um, nah, I just want to keep the demand high. Plus, I just want to stay focused on one thing at a time. Um, like, there'll be for now, it's just music. And then we'll bust out shows later on, like while while I have more material as
2: well. This it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. I wish you nothing but success, brother. Oh man. Cheers. Cheers, bro.
1: So listen when I say where we're from, it's not much, but let it be known. I hope
2: you enjoyed this episode of Behind the Bars. Make sure you review, share, and subscribe. And check out all the episodes of 64 Bars on the Red Bull Music YouTube channel.